0: Welcome to the Wear Wag Repeat Podcast. I'm Tori Mystic. As a dog mom lifestyle expert, blogger, and business owner, I love talking to other women in the pet industry and sharing their advice with you every week. Sit, stay, and listen to the latest episode. Welcome to another solo episode of the Wear Wag Repeat Podcast. I'm your host, Tori Mystic, and today I am very excited to bring you a special episode. I'm doing something that I have never done before, and I can't wait to hear what you think about it. In this episode, I am giving you an inside look at one of the most popular monthly lessons from Wear, Wag, Repeat Society. I'm doing this because enrollment is going to be open for a very limited time at the beginning of September. This is only the third time ever that I have opened enrollment, and it's probably going to be the last time in this year. So if you want to learn more, maybe get on the wait list, read some testimonials, all kinds of fun stuff, head over to wherewagrepeat.com slash society. And if you are not familiar with how the monthly membership program works, basically, each month, I teach a new lesson to help you with online marketing for your pet business. Some of the most popular monthly lessons include how to write an amazing about page and bio, how to grow your email list with opt-ins, and we also did a really great Instagram engagement challenge earlier this summer. The lessons are usually 5 to 15 minutes long. So no matter how busy your schedule is, I know that you can squeeze these in. In fact, everything in the society is planned with your valuable time in mind. I know that time is something that none of us really have any extra of. (laughs) So each lesson that I teach is something that I've purposefully planned because it will help you make your online marketing more effective and more efficient so that eventually you can spend less time working and more time with your dog. That's my goal in life, right? So today I am sharing one of the most valuable lessons from an earlier month of the Wear Wag Repeat Society. It is all about blogging for SEO. That is search engine optimization, if you're not familiar, and it's how we get discovered on Google, on different kind of search engines, and how we get new people to our site. So blogging for SEO in your pet business can attract new customers to your website. It can get more people on your email list. It can ultimately help you grow your business. A strategic approach to your pet business blog will also save you money by bringing organic traffic to your site so you're not always shelling out for ads. You can benefit from the lessons that I have personally learned in eight years as a professional dog blogger. I am very transparent in this lesson that I did not always do things the right way. It really took me many years to figure out the key to blogging for search engine optimization and how to get people to my site. So I want to teach you what I know, and hopefully you don't have to spend eight years learning it. You can learn it in this quick i think it's like 12 or 13 minute lesson so that's a lot better than 8 years what i'm about to play is the exact recording from inside of the teachable portal where all the lessons the q and a replays and the membership directory for our society live that means that in this episode you will hear me reference some links and resources plus a bonus pdf called the seo checklist that will help you make the most of blog posts for your pet business. Now, I can't just mention these things and not give them to you. That would be rude. So if you head over to the show notes for this episode at wherewagrepeat.com slash podcast, you will see the links and an email opt-in form to grab that checklist freebie for yourself. Now, this is not in the show notes in your podcast player. You actually have to go to my website wherewagrepeat.com, you can click on podcast and you will find this episode and the full show notes. In addition to video lessons, like what you're about to hear, I also host a co-working session and a live Q&A each month to support society members and help them learn these valuable marketing lessons. Like I mentioned, membership only opens a few times per year. If you're not already a member, enrollment will be open at the beginning of September. And like I said, this is only the third time that I have opened up membership, and I'm really not sure if there will be another chance in 2021. So if you don't join now, there is a solid chance that you will have to wait until 2022. And that is just too long to wait to follow your dog dream. Hopefully, now I have your attention. So let's queue up this lesson straight from the WHERE WAG Repeat Society archives. Here is blogging for SEO. Today, we're going to talk about SEO, aka search engine optimization. I know that that whole term sounds very big and overwhelming to think about but today I'm gonna try and break it down for you and tell you what I think to be the most important things about blogging for SEO. So first of all, I want you to know that you're already doing SEO in a lot of places. Anywhere that you can search, you can do search optimization. So your headline and Instagram, your pins and boards on Pinterest, your Etsy listings, those all have the capability to be optimized for search. But this month, we're going to look at blogging for SEO. So we'll work on how you can use strategic blog posts to boost the search engine ranking of your website. You might see me looking at notes. I have to read off my notes for this video because it's very technical. So (laughs) I hope you don't mind. First, let's talk about what does Google look for. So Google ultimately wants high-value content. Your site must be mobile responsive. The vast majority of people on the Internet are on mobile devices. Your site should also be fast to load, so watch those image sizes. Don't upload huge 1 to 4 megabyte photos to your site. And then you also want to show your like, know, and trust factor, which might sound familiar from last month, but that basically means your expertise, your authority, and your trustworthiness. That's the foundation on which we can build up our keywords to tell Google and people searching online what it is that you want to be known for. With the right keywords, you can rank higher in Google results and grow your traffic from the right audience faster. Now, I want to tell you about one of the most important lessons that I have learned about SEO while growing my own blog traffic. I learned that you need to do your keyword research before you even start writing your blog post. I didn't always do it this way. I used to write my blog post thinking I had this brilliant idea, and then I'd go in afterward and I'd pick out headings and subheadings and, you know, make it look pretty. But I was doing it backwards, and the way I was doing it was not getting me anywhere. My site traffic was like flatline. <laughs> so I learned that it is much better to research your topics and keywords in advance to figure out first which ones you have a chance of getting seen with, and second, where to put those keywords to get your post displayed more in search. So let's talk about that first point first. Which keywords give you a good chance of being seen? This is just like choosing the right hashtags on Instagram. So don't overcomplicate it. This, it's, all, it's all the same. <laughs> SEO is all the same everywhere. So let's talk about it for blogging a little bit. You can't really use the Instagram search function to search for your keywords. Instead, you're gonna have to use a tool like Keyword Finder or Key Search to see the search volume of a particular term. This is where I start. When I have a good idea for a blog post or a topic that I wanna write about, this is the very first thing that I do. So, for example, I want to write a blog post about how to save money on my dog's prescriptions. So KeySearch tells me that the term pet prescriptions ranks 48, and the competition is moderate. So I think about it, and I get a little bit more specific, and I type in save money on dog medication. So I got a lot more specific, and that comes back ranking as a 33, which is easy to moderate competition. For where, where Wag Repeat is now in like my standing on the internet, KeySearch tells me that I should be targeting keywords with a rank of 36 or lower. So using a search term that falls within that range is going to give my site a better chance of showing up. It's kind of like I'm swimming in a pool of fish that are a similar size to me, (laughs) so it's easier to compete with them. If I was a little guppy and I went into a shark tank, it would be really, really difficult for me to get noticed um, by the people I want to notice me, right? They're all like, ooh, look at that shark. Um, They're not paying attention to my little guppy. So I hope that makes sense. (laughs) I just thought of that off the top of my head. (laughs) Um, But I also included a link down below um, to a really great blog post resource from my own SEO coach, Meg Clark of clapping dog media. She does a great job of explaining keywords and all kinds of other things Um, Check out that link down below this video And I'm sure you will also end up browsing her whole site and looking at everything that she does because she is a wealth of knowledge Okay, so now for the second important thing that I told you to keep in mind Can you remember what it was? It was where to use those keywords to get your post displayed more in search it really matters where you use your keywords in your blog posts. So consider all the different placements that you could potentially be using. You've got your URL slug, that's like the text at the behind your URL, like da-da-da-da-da.com slash, that's the slug. You've got the title. Your first paragraph is very important. First impressions still count. You've got headlines throughout the text, and you can also use keywords in the body of the blog post. And don't forget your image titles and alt tags. That sounds like a lot of stuff. But I wanted to mention all the possibilities because I always see people under-optimizing their blog posts. And I wanted to make sure that you know that you can put your keywords in lots of places, all of those places, and probably more that I didn't even think of. But for today and for this video, let's focus on headlines. This is another thing that I would consider to be very important and transformational in the amount of traffic that I get to my blog and to my website. So I want you to know that you can have multiple headlines in your blog post, the way that you order them and how you use them indicates to Google what you find important in your article or your blog post. You should only have one H1 headline. That's your title. It should contain your focus keyword for the post. It's like your number one headline, your number one theme of this blog post. Then as you're writing, you can follow that up with an H2 headline under the first paragraph or two. It sets the scene for the main theme of your blog post, and I think it should be a variation on your title. So not exactly the same, but still picking up on your main theme and your main keywords. Below that, you might want to break your content up into lower level subheadings using H3 headlines. You can use multiple H3 headlines in your post for all the different specific sections that you have throughout the body. Now, if you're super confused and you're like, what is H1, H2, H3? In your blogging platform, you're going to find this as a formatting option. So up where all the text, you know, choosing the size and bold and underline, all that kind of stuff, you should see an option to toggle and drop down a menu that gives you options for paragraph title, heading one, heading two, heading three, etc. There's a lot of different options. So when I'm looking at WordPress, if you're on WordPress, it's located in the top left side and the default one is paragraph. That's like the body of your blog post. And so if you just click on that, you'll see all the other options pop up. And when you're formatting your blog post, you just select the correct headline and you go up and you toggle that thing down to H2 or H3. And that is how you indicate to Google what the main topics of this post are. So why is this going to make a big difference with your site traffic? So one Google, you know, they kind of rule the roost and it's important to indicate to Google what the main topics and subtopics of your post are about. You're letting them know loud and clear who should come and read this post. This really is your like, know, and trust factor. Google doesn't want to send you traffic if they think people are going to get there and they're going to be confused and disappointed. So that's your like, know, and trust factor, being really clear and obvious about what your topics are. Then when your readers get to your site, they're much more likely to stay longer because your post is well organized, it's easy to skim, and it's easy to read. Remember, most people online are skimmers. You need to use really direct and clear headlines to catch their attention and encourage them to read in more detail. All right, you still with me here? (laughs) I know this is a lot to take in, so I'm going to wrap up this video for today. But here is your assignment moving forward. So I want you to go into your blogging system. If you are a complete newbie at this, I want you to go into your blogging system and no matter what kind of website you have, most likely there is some kind of a blogging function. Get in there, click around, get familiar with all the different formatting options, figure out where your heading one, heading two and heading three um, formatting options are and make sure that you're familiar with all the functionality of your blogging system. Now if you're already blogging and you have some posts that you wish were getting more traffic, I want you to go back into your archive and revamp three to five of those posts. Use a tool like keyword finder key search or any other keyword tool to double check the keywords that you already used and see if there might be some better options. My best tip with SEO stuff is instead of reinventing the wheel and writing a whole new blog post today, go in and revamp some of your older posts because they already have a little bit of traction. They already have some history on Google. So it's going to be easier to push those up the mountain rather than starting from the very bottom all over again. So try that for now. Then, if you've already done all of this, look at you go. You are awesome. You're kicking butt. (laughs) But SEO is never done. Another important aspect of SEO is consistency and links. So if you feel like you're already rocking amazing keywords and headlines, I want you to set up a content calendar with well-researched keywords that you can consistently stick to. So maybe that's multiple times a week, once a week, once a month, whatever it is. Consistency is important. It does matter. And then if you already have a lot of great blog posts in your archive, I want you to go back in and see what you can cross link amongst themselves within your blog. So if you did a blog post about loose leash walking, um, maybe you have another really great post about recall or something else training related. And within the body of either of those posts, you can cross link them to each other. What this is gonna do is keep people on your site longer, clicking around within your site rather than just reading one thing and leaving. And Google likes it when people stay on your site for a long time. Now below, I have created a PDF checklist um, for you to print and save uh, and keep yourself on track no matter where you are in your SEO journey. I personally look at this checklist Every single time that I write or revamp a blog post. And that's it for today. I hope that you have learned something. And if you have finished this video and gotten to this point, I want you to comment below or on the dedicated post in the Facebook group to let me know that you have finished watching this month's video. And there you have it. That was exactly what a monthly lesson in where WAG Repeat Society is like. what did you think? In addition to the video, uh, you just heard the audio, but there is actually a whole video that goes along with that. The extra links and the resources and the bonus PDF each month. We also do a virtual co-working session to work on each month's topic together and at the end of the month, I host a live Q&A. The Q&As are always recorded on Zoom and added to the Teachable portal, so you can go back and re-watch them if you want to refresh yourself on some of the answers or if you're not able to join us for the live Q&A session. Actually, I think that is one of the greatest parts of Wear Whack Repeat Society. When you join you get access to all of the archives. So if you join this September, you would be able to go back and watch lessons all the way back to January about online marketing and social media and all kinds of stuff. Plus you can access all of the recorded Q and A's. So those are about an hour long typically, and each lesson is between five and 15 minutes. So by joining now, you're actually Getting a ton of bonus content in the archives. It's, it's, a, it's a great value if I do say so myself. Um, you can see what each month's theme was, and you can also get on the wait list at wherewagrepeat.comslash society. Like I said, I will be opening up enrollment at the beginning of September. It's probably going to be September one through five, if you want to save the day to put a little reminder in your calendar, but get on the wait list so that you don't miss out if you do want to join us. It's it's a really great group of petpreneurs and pupfluencers. I, I think you would love it. So speaking of the monthly themes, here is what I have planned for the rest of 2021. can't believe we're almost at the end of the year. In September, we will be focusing on Pinterest strategy. So you guys know I am a huge Pinterest fan. I have 25 x my traffic to my blog from Pinterest in about a year and a half or so. I also have a whole course about Pinterest for petpreneurs. So in September, we'll do a special lesson on that. It's a great time to pin things for your pet business because pinners are planners. And so if you're pinning holiday stuff, you actually want to start doing that like right now (laughs) or in September. So that will be our theme for the month of September. Then in October, again, we're going to be planning ahead and we're going to be creating a holiday content calendar. So no matter what kind of pet business you have, I'm sure there is something you're going to be wanting to share with your customers or your followers or the people who you are friends with. Uh, And so we're going to work on our holiday content calendar in October. Next up in November, the theme is giving back and giving thanks. Thanks. So in all of my time working in Wear, Wag, Repeat for eight or nine years, having this podcast for three years, um, getting to know all of you in Wear, Wag, Repeat society in the last nine months or so, I know that pet people love to give back. It is so important to us to support rescues. We just have huge hearts. And so I really want to focus in November on how we can give back and give thanks and really make it a integrated, continuous part of our businesses, not just for the month of November, but for all, all the time. Uh, But we're going to kind of focus on it and do some planning in November together. And then finally, in December 2021, wrapping up the year, we are going to do a year in review. This is a really important thing to do in your business to look back at what worked and what didn't work so that you can make some big plans for next year. In December, we're also going to tack on something that I like to call the sketch pledge. Now, what exactly is that? (laughs) is a fun name for a challenge to schedule out your social media, email, blog posts, etc. so that you can maybe possibly actually take some time off during or after the holidays. I know that some of our businesses really rely on being busy during the holidays. So maybe make this your goal to take some time off afterward or to pledge, to pledge, to schedule (laughs) out a bunch of your posts during the holiday season so that you can actually be working in your business uh, and not worrying about being on social media all the time so if all of this sounds interesting to you um, or if you have any questions at all about where wag repeat society you can reach out to me on instagram at where wag repeat or you can go over to the website wherewagrepeat.com slash society I will also be going live on instagram and in the Wear Wag Repeat Labs Facebook group while enrollment is open at the beginning of September. So be on the lookout for that. Thank you so much for listening to this week's podcast episode. I hope that you enjoyed it. Let me know what you think about this format and if you would maybe like to hear more behind the scenes stuff from Wear Wag Repeat Society. What did you like most about this episode? Join the Wear Wag Repeat Labs Facebook group to connect with other dog-obsessed entrepreneurs. And as always, you can find all the links and resources discussed in this episode at wherewagrepeatcom slash podcast. See you back here next week.